Yo, shout out to the most hot. It's almost I see when our Lord State. It's LDs, also known Lord's the one for another episode of I Need to Know and my special guest. Introduce yourself. It's the it's you know, it's the one and only Rich Rocker, aka your boy, aka Y be the rock star, Lord Rocker. Okay. Hey, look, 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 look. You know what I'm about to do? Hey. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't no, like no, that no. Right I, don't, I don't like that right now. No, no, that evolved. That evolved, and I'm fucking with you. Okay, okay. And hey, let's try it again. Uh, uh, no, right. Now, check this out, man. I like to ask all my guests, you know what I'm saying, before we even get started, how did you get your name, your boy? Man, um, shout out my cousin Bailey from the uh, from uh, the group Fully Loaded with Big Rich and Don Toriano. Uh, Bailey gave me that name, your boy. He gave me that name a long time ago, man. We was trying to think of, think of rap names and shit. He was like, you need to be your boy because everybody fuck with you. And you know everything you need, you know, holler at your boy. So That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. That's dope. My cousin Bailey gave me that name and it stuck with me and then it evolved. So what's up with Rich Rocker? Where did that come from? That came from, uh, you know, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's the evolution of your boy, actually. You know, you get a lot of people mad like that I changed my name, but it's just it's it's just evolved. Uh your boy, people used to call me Why Be the Rock Star. Cause you know I lived a rock star life. Everything I do is just yeah. it's crazy. So it was like you a rock star. Then you know, they was calling me Rocker for short. Rocker, okay, for sure. I mean? So I just threw the rich in front of it and rich rocker. But where did the rich come from? The lifestyle, the money? Everything. Just you know, rich in heart, rich in the mind. I like money too. I okay. got money, so you know. And nigga, I didn't hear that last part. You said money. you got what? I got money. Man. Now you know what I'm about to do, right? Ain't no shortage of that. Yeah. yeah. You know, but you know, rich, rich at heart too. Mostly, most important, nigga, rich at heart. Man, that's dope, man. Hey, and thank you for coming, man. For sure. Thanks so let for me. Having me. So let me tell you something, man. Uh, we gonna start with your childhood. Yeah. How did that go? Like, what was it like growing up in the uh, place known as Field Mo? Oh, man, it was good. I mean, you know, you see a little bit of everything in the Mo. Yeah. You see a little bit of everything, man. You get a dose of everything there. It was good, though, man. Nigga lost a lot, uh, but I gained a lot, too. And I'm here to tell my story. Gotcha. You know? Okay. Now, Field Mo is hella big. It's hella big, for sure. How many miles is Field Mo? It gotta be at least a mile. Uh, I don't know. I really don't. The, this whole city of San Francisco is only seven miles. So, That's right. I mean, we, we got a little portion of that. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of people don't know that Filmo was. I mean, uh, excuse me. San Francisco was smaller than Oakland. Oh yeah. People, people only people think Oakland is smaller than San Francisco. Right. I guess because they attach Daly City to it and include the population of something. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah, but it's small. I mean, you know, it's big, but it's small. It's some giants in that thing, though. For sure. So, you one of the giants. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so your family tree, yeah. right? Uh-huh. I was reading one of your articles when I was doing my deep sea scuba dive and reporting stuff like that, right? Because I went deep sea, right? Right. San Quinn is your cousin. Yeah. That's big cuz. That's who put me in the game, for sure. Stevie Johnson. Oh, yeah. Stevie Johnson. That's cuz. That's, that's Kawhi Leonard, your cousin. Nah, that's just, that's my guy. That's, okay. That's my guy, man. That's my dog. Okay, for sure. Yeah, but, yeah, that's fam, though. In mess. 
Mess, that's family for sure. That's big cuz. For sure. Now, they said, uh, because they were saying, uh, uh, people said you look like mess. I used to when I was young, but I'm I'm too I'm too gorgeous for a motherfucker to be saying that right now. Ah! You know what I'm about to do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that motherfucker evolved, bro. You said it evolved. I don't it did evolve. The timing of it, man. <laughs> the timing of it. Is man, crazy. you know what? I just like to see motherfuckers laugh, bro. For surely. You know, for I sure. just like to see motherfuckers laugh, boss. You know for what surely. I'm saying? Yeah. So, so is Mess your blood cousin? Definitely. So Keita and his sister Crystal. Keita, yeah, you, yeah, they're my cousins. I went yeah. to Mount Diablo with them. Them was my partners. Okay, yeah, Keita played football right there. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he was a B. Yeah. yeah that's Big Cub, Keita, Crystal, Mo, all them. Big Mo Fatty Addy? Yeah. 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 Shout out to Big Mo. Big Mo is, you know what's crazy though? What? I got, I've been interviewing a lot of motherfuckers, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm not just saying that because you're right here. Them Frisco motherfuckers come to y'all be cool in the motherfucker though. Okay, yeah, that's what's up. But you know what? It might be my connection because I'm the first person in my family born in Frisco. I mean, yeah. uh, Oakland. So it might be the energy. Huh? It might be because yeah. all my cousins that's older than me. Yeah. They from you know, the city. They from the city. My mother and all them, they from the city. So that's what that's the energy you was around. That's yeah. Just your whole life. For sure. But I'm the first person in my family born in Oakland. Yeah. Not the last. Like all my big cousins and yeah. stuff like that. They had children and they all from Oakland. Right. So I'm like the youngest of the OG or the OG of the young niggas. You know what I'm saying? So tell me about uh, your first song. 16's with me. That is my one of my favorite hip-hop classics. Appreciate that, champ. But yeah, 16's with me. Um, that came about, um, I got the beat from, from uh, somebody I went to school with named Big D. Producer out of uh, South San Francisco named Big D. He gave me the Star Wars beat. Yeah. And um, I just came with the concept. You know, I was real cocky when I was a young nigga, so I came with the concept of who want to go 16s with me. I thought I was the greatest when it came to them 16. And, um, you know, I just wrote the song, and it ended up on the radio. I didn't know it was going to go that big, as big as it did, but, you know, Big Vine was running that thing back on Cameo over and over. You know what I mean? It was, it was a wrap from there. What, that's like <clears throat> 2006, somewhere around there? Like oh five probably. Okay, gotcha. Oh five, oh six. So. Like right there in the middle of the hyphy movement, right? Because yep. the hyphy movement is what two thousand and five is six. I believe so. Like oh five, I believe. Around yeah, that area, around that time. That's when I. That's when I came on the scene for sure. Yeah, that's dope to have a song that's playing during a movement. Mm -hmm. Like you got a, a a song that could bring you back to that era. Exactly. That everybody know for sure. And you said that you was only 17 when you dropped that? Yeah, around 17, 18, probably. So what was the groupies like? You know I love to ask about the groupie love. You was only 17. Was you keeping them under 18 or was it or did your star power uh supersede legal limits? <laughs> oh, you saying was I was I keeping them over? Saying? I'm saying when you was 17, yeah. did did, oh, did no, I, I had grown things. I was having grown things when I was young, though, like before that. So yeah, they always been around. You know what I mean, I always got love. I always had yeah. love. Yeah, ain't nothing. You know, ain't nothing changed. <laughs> ain't nothing changed. When, when I'm saying when the song came out, yeah, wasn't nothing different. Like yeah. I mean, nigga was already. You know I mean? That just was like the cherry on top. Yeah, it was just you know, cherry on top. Watch this. It was already blueberry muffins. Man, yeah. for sure. <laughs> 
<laughs> Come on, man. Straight up. So I I want to know something. So after the 16 came out, because that was like your first song, right? That, right. that kind of put you on. Right. When did the label start reaching out? Man, see, like when the 16s came out, I was getting a lot of radio play, but I um I had dropped a mixtape too called Future of the Franchise. <clears throat> that was my first mixtape. And um uh shout out my boy DJ Willius. Uh I had a I had a partner named DJ Willius. He had a small magazine called the Ruckus Magazine. Yeah. And uh he used to they used to go down to LA and uh hit all the labels and shit and try to see if the labels wanted to buy advertising and you know you know, buy promotion and shit for their artists in the little magazine. I used to go with them and bring my mixtapes. So we would be hitting Interscope Records and all the little labels. I'll just be leaving my shit up there. And I was getting calls back. Like, a couple labels wanted me for sure. Um, you know, I, uh, I ended up rocking with the game. Yeah, on Black Wall yeah. Street. Yeah, I ended up rocking with game. He was fresh off 6 million records. And, you know, I was, I was fucking with him on the mixtape shit and you know, just doing my thing with him. Did you ever do any music with him? Yeah, we did a lot of music together for sure. How was it like working with the gang? It was good. It was cool. He, you know, he definitely showed me a lot of shit for sure. He definitely had a crazy work ethic. I thought my work ethic was crazy. And then I seen, you know, it was other niggas, you know what I mean, in this bitch till 9 a.m. in the studio till 9 a.m. and shit. Yeah. So, you know, it was definitely good. It was so. Did he show you a little bit more love because you uh, was from Filmo and knew JT? Uh, nah, I don't feel like he just showed me more love because I feel like he just showed me love because my music was good. Yeah. I don't think it had nothing to do with anything or anybody else. Gotcha. But, you know, <clears throat> he definitely had love and respect for the hood, though, for sure. Yeah. I don't know if it was his, you know, what he had going with JT or whatnot, but, you know, he had respect for the hood, but. I was out there doing my thing for sure. You just mentioned your work ethic. Yeah. I went to 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 search, mm -hmm. right? To see your discography, right? And I'm like, man, okay, so I get past oh, one, two, three at the top, then go down, then I'm like, nine, okay, man, he's been working. <clears throat> and then I go down, it's about nine mo. I'm like, okay, that's the EP, cool, cool, I get it. Then I go down, it's about nine mo. I'm like, damn, we pushing about 30, man. What's wrong with this nigga, man? <laughs> How many... How many projects do you have, man? I say about sixty something. I say around sixty something, maybe fifty. I say between fifty-five to sixty-five tapes. Okay. So, say like a Jesus Christ was gonna come, uh, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> to dinner one night, right. kick it with you, yeah. you know, from one week, you know. Some, Jesus Christ, Martin Luther King, you know, just some powerful motherfuckers, Bruce Lee Allen. Mm -hmm. What five albums you gonna throw of yours in rotation, man? <clears throat> I need to know this. <laughs> I'm gonna throw Back from the Future in rotation. Okay. I'm gonna throw Allegiance in there. I'm gonna throw... I'm gonna throw um, Matrix music in there. I'm going to throw Lord Rocker in there. And I'm going to throw Chapter One to Rise. Why those five? 
man, them just, them the ones that, that, that just, you know, them the ones that my heart just told me to say right now. Like, I, it's, <clears throat> I love all my shit for real, but. Yeah. I mean, that's just what, you know, that's just what was put on my heart right there. Them five. So, that might be for somebody to go do their homework after they see this. Okay. Now, what is the most creative rap that you've ever recorded? And what was it um, about? For me, I say, uh, oh, I say, um, I say one of them, one of them. You didn't say the only. So one of them is probably this record I did with uh, Marsha Ambrosia's uh, Floetry. It's called Reunion. And it was a song I did about uh, going to heaven and, you know, um, reuniting with uh, Big and Pac and Aaliyah and everybody that, you know, passed over. That was a, a, a real creative record that I did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. What's following second right behind that? Oh, another one is... Um, <clears throat> I have to say a hundred bars of death because that's my fans just won't stay off my top about that record. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's a hundred bars that I wrote as a young nigga. I wrote a hundred bars and it was just, I was possessed when I wrote that. I was just on some shit. I was just gassing for a hundred bars. And it was during the time, the only person that did that wrote a hundred bars like that was the game. That's right. Yeah. So I had to follow that. So, did my thing for the bait, man. Did you do that record while you was on Black Wall Street? Yep. What did he feel about it? He thought it was crazy. Yeah. He definitely thought it was crazy for sure. So after you got off, um, oh, yeah, yeah, real quick, real quick, because I always like to talk about this. Storytelling. Mm-hmm. Storytelling. Right. Talk about the two dopest stories that you ever wrote. Well, we talked about one of them. We talked about one of them. Uh, was on that reunion. That was a dope story right there. Um, another one, let's say, uh, what's a dope story on it, bro? It's like, I, I, the thing is, I got so much fucking music, it'd be hard for me to just pinpoint certain songs. Like, let me see. Song story, a nice story that I wrote. It's too many. Uh, pillow talking. How pillow about, talking. How about that? Let's go. Now, when you say talk. pillow, pillow talking, are you talking about fat sacks of weed? No, not <laughs> the, not the pillow sacks. You talking about the pillow sack? <laughs> hey, look, I know about the pillow sack. I'm talking about pillow talking. talking. Yeah. Well, nigga, that, niggas that got too much to say in the bedroom with their significant other. You know what I mean? And you got to be careful now because sometimes the significant other could be a significant brother. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. They, they they crazy with that shit nowadays. I don't know, man. I gotta ask I gotta you this: baby pictures, man. I gotta ask a bitch for a baby. You know what? Like I'm on the same hype. You know, I've been with my yeah. chick like four five years. You know, yeah. and I've been knowing her. You know, right. I'm from the old era. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. For real, <laughs> nigga need baby pictures, man. For real, I'm talking two three years old. <laughs> Because oh, motherfuckers is lowering the standard for decisions. Right. Right. Well, he picked up a Barbie doll, so, I mean, I and I talked to him. I said, Brad. Man, that shit crazy. <laughs> that shit crazy, man. So this man, is... Some cold times. So I'm about to ask you this question, right? And normally I never ask this question. 
When you think about, you've been around a minute. Mm-hmm. Is there any other two artists that kind of remind you of you? That remind me of me? Nope. Nope. Don't nobody remind me of me. I feel like I'm I'm unique, for real. I'm an alien. Okay. I'm a real alien around this bitch. So what would you say your superpower as an MC is? As an MC, probably my voice. Okay. Because it's my soul. Yeah. I'm, I'm leaving my soul down when I when I lay music down. So probably my voice is my most powerful. That's my superpower. Gotcha. You think that you got like a distinctive voice? I think I got a distinctive voice, and I just feel like it's it's a lot of energy attached to my voice. I don't know what it, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just think it's a lot of it's a lot of different kind of energy attached to my voice, and it do more than just I don't know. It do more than just uh, sound good. Who do you think that you make the best music with? Damn. Who do I make the best music with? I make I make good music with a lot of people. That's the thing. I make um. I make great music with a lot of people. I make great music with my boy D. Will. I make great mu- music with uh with uh Richie South. I don't know. I make great music with Resource. I make great music with my cousin Bailey, who I told you uh, yeah yeah gave yeah my name like we we make great music together for sure. I don't know. It's a lot of people that yeah. Because, you know, everything is about chemistry. Mm-hmm. You know, like Absolutely. like how you make music, let's just say, like, with the game, right? right? You could rap the same song with somebody, let's just say, Spice One. I'm just throwing Spice One out yeah. there. That's two different things, you know what I'm saying? It'd be, a, it'd be two, two different. Two different energies. Yep. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I make... Yeah, I make. I, 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 and shout out to Spice One in the game. Oh, yeah, shout out to them, for sure. Shout out to the OG... But, yeah, I, I don't know. I got good chemistry with a couple different people. Gotcha. And just one person that I feel like I make the best music with this person. And what would you say your biggest hit record is today? Um, Numbers-wise, We Run L.A. That's probably my biggest record, numbers-wise. But um, underground, I say 100 bars of death. Is that something that you do at shows? Nah, I don't really like doing shows for real. Huh? I never did. I never was into that. That's something to talk about. I do them, though. You know, the right pride, I do them. But I just enjoy making music and putting that shit out for my fans and shit. So I'm stuck on that because that's very, very interesting. I want to talk about that. I need to know. That's just me, though. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I'm just talking to you. (laughs) (laughs) Because I've heard that though, yeah, I've heard that. I've heard people say, "Man, I like making music, but man, I'm yeah. getting on stage, man. Fuck that shit, hell." Yeah. Is it because like, is it the stage fright? Is it, is it too many people, or you just don't like the getting up? What's up, man? Nah, it I don't, it ain't stage fright though, because I I had stage fright at first when I first started rapping, and I grew out of that. It was it became easy after that, but then it just became the. I don't know. It's just, I don't, I just don't like, I I feel like I'm tap dancing and shit. It might just, it might just be a little phase I'm going through right now. You know, I might get over that too, but it 
just feel like a tap dance. <laughs> gotcha. I don't know. I just I love making music though. Yeah, yeah. I love making music and putting it out there, shooting my visuals and shit, and being out there, being recognized by the fans and shit. I love all that, but just shows. I don't know. I just ain't into that like that. You know what? I'm glad you said that and put it out there because a lot of times we love or like things, mm -hmm. but it's certain parts about it you just don't like. Exactly. Like every nigga love pussy, but niggas don't like the period part. Right. You know yeah, what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> and the fans need to know that too. So when they see me, you know, when they see me doing a show too, they need to know how special that is. Too. Yeah. You feel me? Because I don't really like doing that shit, but I, I do shows though. And, and the people that have, have caught me at a live show I'll tell you it's a... You know, it's a rare moment, too. Yeah. Have you did moment. over a thousand shows in your life? Yeah, probably. I probably did a thousand shows for sure. Okay. I did a lot of shows. Oh, so people have actually caught you on oh, stage. Yeah, this ain't definitely. People definitely caught me. Yeah, okay. That's what I'm saying. It might just be a little phase I'm on right now, you know. But I'm, I'm, into, the, I'm into the creative part of it, the creating part of it. Now, I got to ask you a question because I got to know. You are from the CD era, correct? Yeah, for sure. How are you making this transition to making money with streams and stuff like that? Like, do you struggle with that? Like, working records and stuff like that? Nah, not really at all. Because it's just, I mean, everything that, I, that I've had out on CD is now up available for, on platforms to be streamed. So, Oh, get a little closer. My bad, yeah. So, everything that... That I've put out on the CD is out to be streamed, so they can just stream it. It's not it's not a hard transition. I'm you know they just stream it now. But I'm talking about the new records. Yeah, it's easy. You just upload your music, and it goes out everywhere to get and it gets streamed. Do you miss the CD era? Hell nah, cause it's easy. It's easier for me to stream shit. I, it's, I had you know I had to get with it. Like it's it's just easier. It's easier. Okay. I don't, I don't miss the CD though. They like baby records to me. <laughs> That's what they damn for sure is. For sure. So, one of your labels was um, Black Wall Street. Yeah, I was on Black Wall Street for sure. You was on Done Deal too. Yeah, that's that, where I started off. That's where you started off. Yeah. So it went from Done Deal, then to Black Wall Street. Yep. And then to Convict Music with Akon. That's right. Okay, so let's talk about life as a convict. Convict music, surely. How was it over there? It was cool, man. I was I was very relaxed over there. I was getting paid a lot. You know what I mean? I was rapping, doing my thing. I was living life. You know what I mean? I was driving white Lambos and shit. Trying to be me. Hey, look, you know what I'm about to get you, right? Come on, man. Come on. So were you in Miami? Were you on the East Coast? I was all over. Yeah, I was in Miami. I was in Atlanta. Mostly Miami and Atlanta, though. Gotcha. I was con. Did you have? Were you maintaining a, a love romantic relationship, or were you just on the run? Uh, I, I was maintaining a couple, a, a few relationships, romantic relationships at that time, and I was on the run. Woo! So, during normally I don't do normally yeah. I don't do this in less than two minutes, but he knew it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. Go. Yeah, it was a lot going on. Man, yeah. And that might have been the problem. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So with everything that's going on, because I like to talk like, you know, I'm saying this for the people at home, you know what I'm saying? Because they want to know just like me, you know. What is your, like, how do you decipher a chick that really want to be in your life for, for who you are? But it's hard because they don't really know who you are. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You said, what you mean? Say that again. Say okay. That. If somebody meets you, right, and you're right. driving a white Lambo. Uh-huh. How do you know that she really just want to mess with you because of the great person that you are, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. or the white Lambo, and that comes with that? Well, it depends on what you want at the time. You get what I'm saying? Like, if you while you in the white Lambo and you pull up and you meet this chick, it depends on what you want. Like, is you just trying? is you looking for a wife right now or is you just trying to have some fun? Because if you're just trying to have some fun, then it don't matter. Hey, you know what? I've never heard it from this perspective. Keep going. Yeah, like, if you're just trying to have a little fun for the night, it's, it, it really shouldn't matter. But, I mean, if you're looking for a wife, you might want to lie to the bitch. <laughs> tell her that you, you just or I mean, it depends on if it's not sure. You might want to just tell her the truth. You might want to just, you know, tell her you driving a Honda or something uh, and tell her you just moving this real quick and just see how she react. You know, Has that ever? You gotta run tests on people. You gotta run tests on them and see, you know, see how they, how they, what they come back with. Man, I always test. I always run tests. Yeah, yeah. That's when right. I left my wallet and shit. I ain't got. You know what I mean? You gotta yeah. see how this person gonna react. This person got your back or not? What can this person do? Could you just give us one story and you could even switch the names up? Um. Okay, you know, let me see. One story, right? I was with this chick, man. We was in, it was a long time ago. We went out to eat. You know what I mean? We ordered a lot of shit. The bill came back about five, six hundred. And um, I started patting my pockets. Oh, I left my wallet. I wanted to test her to see how down she was. Like yeah. She was going to cover it or, you know, how she was going to react. <clears throat> to make a short story shorter, we both ran up out that motherfucker. And that's my that's my wife to this day. Nah, I'll just play. <laughs> hey, man. That nigga crazy. We both ran up out that bitch, though. So, 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 it wasn't a test. Oh, yeah, it was a test. So you kept the money in your pocket? Yeah, I kept the money in my pocket. It was fun. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he said, so what did that look? He smart. Uh, it was a test for sure, but we both ended up running up out there, bitch. Though. Like that? Yeah. She thought you were an outlaw like, after that, huh? Yeah, it was up. <laughs> hey, can I say something? And you thought she was an outlaw, too? Mm -hmm. She was stealing from me and everything after that. Gotcha. But <laughs> <laughs> I put it away. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to take that. You got to. I gotta take that. Got like to. That. Hey, that is though. You know, because it can mean it mean it's all good. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. you know, it's all it good. Could, yeah, yeah. It could mean something else too if you know the history. Of well, the thing about it is, somebody say, "Hey, man, Rich Rocker, man, you got all that motherfucking money, <laughs> nigga. Give me ten G's." But then a mother could be like, hey, Rich Rocker, man, check this out, man. I'm only going to be in town right now. You know what I'm saying? And I got about 5000 for you to show up. Please show up. Just do a walkthrough. You're going to go. 
<laughs> it's kind of like it's off the hook. It could mean something yeah, it's good. It's a hybrid. Or, it's yeah. a hybrid. You know what I mean? It's a hybrid sign. Yeah, for sure. Man, I want to know something, man. So you a veteran now. You a little older than when you started because time goes forward, not backwards. Mm -hmm. For humans. For humans. Yeah. Aliens, it'd be a little different, but we can get into that, though, later. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you say aliens. Yeah. You believe you're alien. I don't believe nothing, bro. I'm, I know shit, though. Okay. I don't be believing too much of nothing. We're just talking about like metaphysics and all that? Yeah, I, I know things. I don't believe in too much. It's either I know or I don't know. Gotcha. But you're willing to learn, though? Yeah, I'm willing to learn for sure because I don't know everything. Gotcha. So every day is life school. That's what I call it. It's life school. Man, you got some pretty dope concepts, man. You've been hanging out with OG Herm Lewis, man. Uh, man, that's, you know, OG, OG Herm <laughs> Lewis is the first person to put me in a real studio. Yeah. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? That's the first person that put me in a real studio. So I definitely been getting getting a lot of that game from Oak for a long time. Man, her, man, I had him in the chair, man, and I got a lot. Like, I'm a fan. Yeah. You know, for what he do. You know, because mm -hmm. I'm all like with this black power shit trying to bring yeah. motherfuckers together and just be a good citizen in the community because the backbone of the community is a family and I try to play my role. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I'm a fan of Herm. You know what I'm saying? So I was going to ask you this, man. Do you consider yourself a double OG at this point? A double OG? Because, you know, motherfuckers, I heard a young guy say that he's already an OG at 25 because the life expectancy is so short. Yeah. Shit, I ain't heard that one. That's crazy. I take OG, though. OG? I take a double OG. That's sounding too vicious right now. <laughs> So, I'll take OG. <laughs> so, and, I, and I'm saying that to say this because, like, a lot of people say if you almost 40 or around 40, you too old to be rapping. Right. What do you think about that? Shit, I think Jay-Z proved that wrong. Jay-Z and 2 Chains and Rick Ross and them. Yeah. They proved that to be wrong. You know, they still rapping. They old. They older. I believe that you old enough to be rapping. You just got to rap about things that are age appropriate. Exactly. Like, like prime example, I always say this cause I got sons 12 years apart mm -hmm. and I look at rapping, like having sons that are, you know, mm -hmm. if I go see Batman with the little one, of course he going to want a toy and put a cape on and be running around the house. I'm not going to do that with the, the 21 year old. The 21-year-old, we looking at something different. Hey, man, you seen this girl? Oh, did you see that flip? Exactly. Oh, did you see that punch, Dad? Yeah. I'm both watching them with my sons, but watching Batman, one is age-appropriate. I'm watching them age-appropriate based on the person that I'm watching them with. Right. I don't expect no motherfucker that's 45, 50 years old still talk about selling some dimes. Yes, yeah, officially. You got to, you know, you got to grow. Your message got to grow, too. Yeah. So you got this new <clears throat> new album called uh, uh Back from the Future. What's that like? It's real euphoric, man. You know I'm an Aquarius and shit, so I try to put a lot of waves in my music. You know what I mean? So it's real euphoric, it's real it's real dope. You know what I mean? It's it's some gangster shit on there. You know, it's a it's a vibe though. It's it's a real it, it really captures my city though. I feel like it really captures the vibe of where I come from. Yeah. Where I'm from cuz you know Different vibes. You know, it's just, it's a real wavy one right here, though. 
Okay, is it already out? Yes, yeah, out. It's called Back from the Future. It's uh, Rich Rocker and Deed I Will. It's on all platforms. Turn me up. If I was gonna make me a gym mix, what was the first song that you think that I could actually keep my uh, momentum in the gym with off that album? Back from the Future, the title track. Okay, so that's gonna turn you all the way up. How much you bench? Me bench press, yeah. One time, yeah. Maybe like two fifty, just one time. I ain't been in the gym in about. You turn on that back from the future, you're going to hit that at least three, four times. At just least, like that? Just like that, off the top. At least three. I guarantee, money back guarantee. Well, you know what's crazy? Yeah. <laughs> if I get in there because I ain't been to the gym, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't been to the gym in a minute and I can't hit that 250, you know yeah. what I'm going to think? What? Damn, I need to be back from the future because I used to do this shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> you need to hit that future one time. Uh. For sure. Hey, look, come on, man, press play. Who are some of the uh, features that you got on there? Uh, nobody. No. Actually, actually, it is a couple features on there. Let me stop lying. Hold on, I got Bailey on there. I could I forget cuz. I got Bailey on there, and I also got my boy FKI first, uh, mega producer, uh, rapper out of Atlanta. Okay. Got a couple features, that's it. Well, I always think that it, I think that when albums... When artists actually have like too many features, sometimes it sounds like a compilation. It do. To me too. I mean, I feel like that. I feel like a compilation. Sometimes people want to hear you. Yeah. What you, what you on. I thought that's what always made too short though. Yeah. Because if I hear too short out my note, then I'm going to hear short. By itself. And that's how you're going to see them in real life too. Yeah. Short going to pull up by itself. Or uh, that first uh, Nas album, Illmatic. You ever heard that? Yeah, I heard it for sure. And it didn't have like no. I think it had like one person on there. It was yeah, A Z on there. Yeah, that was a classic for sure. Shout out Nas. For sure, man. So what you got else coming in the fruit? You got any uh merch? What else you into besides music? Yeah, I got some merch, man. My my uh brand Rich Rockets been taking off, you know what I mean? So I got some new shit coming with that. Rich Rockets. And um I got back from the future part two with D I Will coming. I also got uh, my new solo project coming. Um, man, that's it, man. I just got some, you know, I'm in the studio right now. I'm working. For sure, man. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you for coming, man. Appreciate you, man. Thanks for having me, for sure. Tell people where they can reach you at. Um, you can reach me at Rich Rock on Instagram, uh, Rich Rocker TV on YouTube, Real Rich Rock on, Real Rich Rock on Twitter. Um, just Rich Rocker, man. Search Rich Rocker. Okay, man. And before we get out of here, you know what I need, right? <laughs> well, we I'm LD. Huh? We locked in. For sure, man. Locked well, I'm LD. also known Lawrence One for another episode of I Need to Know. And as usual, come on, you know.